India as a country needs its aspirational youth community to take courageous steps be it a career choice, education, or starting up their own business. The biggest problem amongst most of the youth today is that they don't have the clarity of what they are capable of or what they exactly want to do. And most of all, they tend to go with the flu. But what impact they could make if they have the clarity of what they want and what if they realize their true potential? And what type of benefits this society and the universe provide you if, as an individual, ready to take or stand for what you're believing in? Vidya Kumarasan is the living example of that. She is a college senior of mine and I have seen her bold characters right from the cultural events where we were a part of the same team. From there till now, she has grown a lot and she has built a successful design business in the past 5 years and let's discuss in detail about her journey and how she dared to begin. You are listening to the very first episode of Dare to Begin. Let's do this. So here we are in the very first episode of uh, Dare to Begin. You know, I, I got this idea of uh, starting a podcast uh, for a long time. So I've been thinking about this. I was waiting for this particular person to start the entire series <laughs> because initially uh, I, I fixed in my mind that, you know, this is the person I'm going to start with. These are, there are a couple of reasons for that. So one, because this is one person like I've seen her entrepreneurial journey from the beginning i've seen her grow from scratch and uh, she is doing phenomenally great right now uh, in the space of art and uh, you know art and design so here we are we have uh, vidya kumarasan founder of the wishing inc hello vidya hi hi and thank you so much for that intro so i'm personally elated like very level <laughs> But thank you, thank you so much for having here. And it's a pleasure to be your very first, first person to be, you know, like the choice for this. And right. it means a lot. Uh, the reasons being, as I told you, like I've seen you from the scratch and this idea behind this entire podcast is to, you know, uh, talk about the entire journey, like how people are starting it, how the, uh, you know, the simple desire of starting their own business or, uh, being an artist, so you know, like, you know, you start from scratch, like you started learning certain skill and from there you go on to, you know, pursue it as an entire career. So I feel this journey is so important and not many around us. In fact, like since we are from a same university, we know we have seen people, we have, you know, we had common friends and we know how things have been, uh, you know, in a professional level, how college works, how uh, the education system works. So from here, like I feel you have, you stood out and uh, you have created a great impact, especially in the design field, which is not so, you know, prominent in a regular way. So that's why like, I want to start with, you know, how this entire journey started. How do you, you know, uh, get, how, how have you got into this particular field of design? Can you elaborate? I would like, say it all goes? started with the same university that we studied in. Uh, in fact, I took up a degree called uh, Agricultural Information Technology. It's a B.Tech course. And I think quite right in my second year, I had a course on multimedia, which was exceptionally, you know, what do you call, quite different from agriculture. So it had things to do with Photoshop. And I think that was my very first encounter with uh, designing software. And I was given a very uh, simple project, but I think I got very curious with that whole software and things about it. But I think this was back in 2009 or 10, I'm not sure, but I wasn't very much aware on how to take this forward. So I had to continue my degree of agriculture and then figure things out. So once I was done with my agriculture degree, I, I think it was in 2012, I decided to take things up notch and, uh, learn designing. So I went ahead with doing a diploma in uh, graphic designing and animation from a nice institute in Coimbatore. And that's how things started for me and my journey, you know, I wouldn't say the journey with art started only at that point. I think even as a kid, I was quite um, good at drawing, sketching, and I was always uh, looking forward to get neat and good in my records and stuff. So drawing was always there, but I think I never got a platform to, you know, put that 
what do you call the creative space or what do you call like uh, an idea where I could just put things out and make it a thing. So I think Instagram sort of gave me that platform. So after completing my um, diploma and stuff, yes, I did get into a job for two years. And uh, but in those two years, I was only learning, but I was not experimenting much. So I sort of started feeling very monotonous about my life, like just doing a job from nine to six and not doing anything more than that. So I wanted to explore that creative side even more. And I quit my job in like 2017 and I started my own business. So it didn't start immediately like you know I'm going to do this after quitting my job though it didn't happen that way I just thought of taking a small break and figuring things out so in that phase I was thinking maybe another job will help me out but then I think uh, talking about Instagram I stumbled upon it and that's when I figured out like you can actually do a lot of things just on social media and you know you, you can almost set up a business on social media so one thing led to another and in, I think in a couple of months, I started my brand, The Wishing Ink, which was all about um, handmade stuff relating to calligraphy and lettering. And slowly, I think one by one, it led me into uh, exploring different opportunities. So it started with just creating and learning and then it went on to, you know, experimenting different uh, mediums like not just paper, but also digital and then also go going on a large scale like painting a wall or a mural. So yeah, I think that's how it all started. But I think it started with my university in second year with all that Photoshop thingy. Amazing. So I think I share a lot of common things with you because even I started my, you know, the art side of journey uh, from uh, our university wherein like we had a diploma course. I, I, I learned, I think it's different, but I learned Photoshop and Premiere Pro and I mean, I can see a lot of similarity and uh, here actually your, whatever you have told me uh, brought the next question um, because I've seen a lot of my friends who are really passionate about, let's say photography or designing, painting, even handmade stuff. I've seen a lot of people, in fact, throughout this, I mean, I would say in the past uh, decade, like I've seen many friends from school, colleges, my postgrad. So they're, they're phenomenal in certain things, but they always keep that as a hobby, right? Like it is not considered to be like a full-time job or uh, I've seen people who completely stop doing things once they get into a professional job, right? Uh, in fact, I've seen a, a, one of my great friends, right? Like one of my best friends. So he's phenomenally great. Mm -hmm. Like he does a lot of drama, mimicry. And mm -hmm. I was expecting him to be, you know, some great star when I was in school. But I don't mm -hmm. know, because of the society or the system, I mean, it, it was gradually, you know, it was suppressed. And right now, still, like, I can, when I'm talking to him, like, I can feel that he still has that urge towards, you know, doing something, but he's not able to. So that's where our, you know, this podcast comes in, dare to begin. So where this entire journey started and how, how you dare to begin? Like, when did you decide that, you know, you did a four-year course, a professional course, which is completely different from what you're uh, currently doing? And I feel, you know, this podcast is all about that, like how you dare to begin from uh, what you have been doing. And, you know, your probably your parents and friends must, must be thinking that, you know, you will get into an agricultural company or an IT company and do stuff. So where this transition yeah. happened, like what made you to take this decision and what was that? I mean, I want to, uh, you know, let's tell the listeners more about that. Um, see, taking this decision is not usually very easy because you have a lot of constraints like, you know, it might be your family or it might be, like you said, society and stuff. But I think deep inside, I'm a person who really doesn't care much about what mm -hmm. other people have to say. And to me, I personally believe like my happiness matters a lot. And if I'm not happy doing something, then it's no use at all doing that thing. So even though when I was in a job and I was getting well paid, uh, I think I was not having any hard time with the people around me or the work that I was given with. It was only that feel, that empty feel that I was getting like, you know, I'm not quite happy with what I'm doing. This is something that I don't want. I want more. I want to be more on the creative side and stuff. And probably initially even I was a bit skeptical, like, should I leave my job for that? Or maybe I should stay in a job and do, you know, you can sometimes manage things like be a work, like you can work in the morning and be an artist by night, stuff like that. Uh, but I think for me, it didn't work that way. I can only focus on one thing at a time. 
So I decided like if I need to, you know, do what I really want and I want to, you know, figure things out, I have to quit my job. So I was, so maybe I put myself in a place like once I quit my job, I will be forced to find my passion and I have no other choice. So I did that. I quit my job. I, I didn't know what I wanted, but I just decided to quit my job and then take things forward, like what I have to do with my life. And I think to my luck, I stumbled upon Instagram and I figured things out right very quickly. Like, you know, it just took me a couple of months. And one more thing is for me, like, yeah, of course, I was asked by my parents, like, why did you quit your job? Like, what are you going to do next? I, I sort of didn't have answers to their questions at that time. but I felt like eventually what I do will reflect and they will definitely understand, you know, what I am doing and uh, art definitely is worth, you know, putting in all those effort and something really great is going to happen out of it. So I was quite confident. You can call like I had sort of overconfidence with myself, like, yeah, I can definitely do this. But if I don't do this, I'm going to regret for the rest of my life. And I don't think I can live that way. Uh, so I just decided to give it a try, uh, though my parents were a bit, you know, not so supportive initially because I wouldn't say it's their fault. I would say that they didn't understand what this was. And until I tried and, you know, made things possible, I was also in a space where I was able to explain it to them. So once I did that, they totally understood, okay, she's doing something and there is a possibility of making money out of this. And they were also proud to, you know, seeing that I was getting recognition. So I was on papers. And I was on different, you know, social media. And when they saw all those things, they were like, okay, so this is not an easy deal or something, you know, like hobby. No, people actually acknowledge this and, you know, they make a big deal out of it. So once I started showing them how actually the audience appreciate your work and how they think this is a big deal and how on a daily basis you get to inspire people with your art and all those things, I think they slowly started understanding. And now they're very supportive of what I do. Because there were times when I used to travel for workshop and I think my parents never said no, like don't go here or don't go there. They were always supportive. They used to come along with me for travel workshops and all. And even when I was assigned with certain projects, like, you know, which had something where I had to go or travel, they were definitely very supportive. So it's definitely not going to be an easy ride. Yeah, right. people will question you and everything. But if you are quite confident enough with what you're going to do and you know like your know, outcome is going to be like this, initially you just have to keep quiet, be patient and let your work talk. And once right. you come to that point, you don't have to explain anything to anyone. And it's natural. It's self-explanatory. People will understand and be like, okay, finally, all that keeping quiet is for this. She is capable of doing wonderful things and stuff like that. Right. So to me, I think... Um, that confidence that I had is a must for every other artist who's planning to, you know, do things in life. If you're very confident in yourself and you know what you're doing and you can see a future with that, I think nothing should stop you. But yeah, if you're quite uh, confused with what other people will talk or what other right. people will say, that's definitely going to, you know, not push you, but it's going to just stop you there and, you know, and exactly. keep you in that zone where you keep thinking. So I think that's something a lot of people end up doing. Like they just think like what other people will think or right. what do they have to say. And they sort of lack that confidence in them as well because they think like, you know, when you, one day when you get support from family or you get support from society, you can do things. But no, when you actually have yourself and you can support yourself and you take things forward, society will naturally come and, you know, be like, oh, okay, she's doing amazing things. And they'll right. generally not be saying bad things, but they'll be like telling yeah. you the opposite things. Oh, wow. We knew okay. this. We knew this and stuff like that. So I think people should be like, you know, if they're very, very sure what they want in life and this is something, this one particular decision is something that they're not going to regret in life, they right. should just take it. Yeah. I think this clarity, this particular clarity which you have, I think most of the people who I've met and even my friends are the colleagues. So I think this clarity was not there. I mean, if I need to put it in a single sentence, the clarity was not there. One thing like they exactly don't know uh, what they are capable of or I mean, they suppress themselves at points like where, you know, they are not sure about what they are capable of doing. Maybe it's because of uh, yeah. uh, several reasons which is around them. And I think uh, one more thing which actually like I uh, wanted to ask as you mentioned, because when you talk about this, it seems like a more of a cakewalk, right? Like 
I mean, uh, you mm -hmm. you got appeared in newspapers and uh, people were started recognizing you. And and I'm quite sure probably not many of your relatives even now knowing like what you're exactly doing. And I think yeah, uh, we have doctors, we have engineers, probably we, uh, we have lawyers. I mean, especially uh, I'm thinking, I mean, uh, not just uh, South or Tamil Nadu, I mean, in general, the entire country. So you don't, I mean, we are not exposed as a kids or students to multiple different you know, arena of uh, studies. We are, we have been told continuously, you know, you need to become a doctor or engineer or a lawyer. So, I mean, that's where we have been stopped. But what do you think about this? I mean, uh, what do you think art or, you know, designing calligraphy or overall, I would say there are multiple, you know, uh, multimedia courses available there and, you know, Viscom co uh, courses. So, but even now it is being considered to be, you know, that third grade or second grade of courses which people go for when they are not capable of doing the IITs or you know probably MITs of the country so I mean that is something the parents have the idea behind this particular the overall series um, I mean we as you know people who are into the different type of business or different type of profession uh, I would like to know you know what uh, what kind of changes or what kind of uh, you know adaptations the society needs to have or the people around us need to have i think if some young parents looking at this or somebody who is actually listening to this podcast who want to you know uh, push their kids into an engineering college or a doctor so, i mean i'm not against it but still not everybody is meant for that that's what i believe i mean in fact we have spoken about this even in our uh, previous conversations so what do you think about yeah. uh, the art media, cinema, or anything related to, you know, creativity. Uh, so what do you think about this kind of courses and how it needs to be, you know, uh, included in our course structure right from the school? So do you have anything regarding to that? I mean, have you thought about this kind of thing? See, uh, I think like, yeah, we always overlook like this entertainment stuff, like people like art and movies and, you know, short films and everything are mostly overlooked. Like, you know, these are all entertainment stuff and, you know, you don't make much money out of it. That's a common myth among, you know, people. But when you closely look around into it, um, even if you are a doctor, you need to put up a sign and there is an art into it. Art is everywhere. I'm not, I'm not just telling you like, you know, uh, my field, but in general, I'm talking about design and stuff. So, people are not aware of that little thing, right? They only see like, okay, you're a doctor, then it's a great thing. If you're an engineer, then it's a great thing. But I think it's because not many people are still aware of the things that you can do with all these things and how they affect the environment. So let's say, for example, why do you think why workshops are widely recognized in recent trend, like during this COVID than in any other year? It's because... Yeah, can you, you can elaborate about workshop? What do you mean by workshop? Because probably a workshop as in like art workshop. Yeah. So why right. I'm saying art workshops are such in a trend, and there were also corporates who were you know switching like from their original uh, you know jobs to taking workshops. Like they became a platform for conducting art workshops is because. See, you can be a doctor, you can be an engineer or anything, but I feel like there is a lot of stress and pressure right now, irrespective of any sort of, uh, you know, profession you take. Yeah, of course, it's going to give you money. At the same time, it's also going to keep you in a very stressful environment. So that's when, you know, these kind of industries pop in, like, you know, art and entertainment stuff, because you need to let go of that stress. And yes, people only lately are you know acknowledging the very fact about stress and how art and other you know fields can you know make their lives better so i think as far as my experience comes in lately parents are quite encouraging when it comes to art they are sending their kids for workshops they are sending them to you know learn things learn new things they want their kids to be like you know uh, painting stuff or learning a new software they're not like the traditional like maybe my parents weren't like that they always thought even dancing was like you know of no good to you why are you doing that but I think the parents of this generation are quite open and quite modern to things that are coming their way and they want their kids to experiment in each and every you know field possible and they are quite also open to, you know, letting them choose what they want. So, yeah, this was a thing in past. Yeah, it is still a thing in few families. But on a major scale, if you see, I'm quite glad that things have changed for a lot of people. So 
art is recognized widely actually in 2020 you wouldn't believe that too through workshops and people now really are like you know i want to learn more i want to you know uh, spend more time on creating art and there are certain people who approached me asking like you know how can i make a career out of this like you know i really like this and i really want this and but right now i'm in a job space where i am not able to do much but i really want to do this so things have changed lately after 2020 after the pandemic and uh, more than ever right now art is widely being recognized and since it's have gone to online platform and stuff like that people are more inclined towards it and they are actually making their kids learn and supporting this very thing and it can it's not just i'm talking about art it's about any field that you take like designing or anything that has other than that like even there are workshops on you know photography filmmaking and stuff that you can right now learn from home and i think you can i think this is a place where you know it has made everything from home like you can learn things from home and everything so right now i don't think not many people are focused on you know being a doctor or engineer and these things have become right, very secondary right now in lot of families so yeah, I, i don't think yeah yeah so i don't think like you know you have to tell or i have to convey something it's already there and people are actually accepting art and right. other fields and uh, are open to you know letting their kids experiment and i hope right. this continues and you know goes on for generation that's what i secretly pray for right i mean that is a good stuff uh, we as a you know that when I mean, people like you i think as you mentioned that there are several kids coming to the uh, design workshops i mean that is a good sign for the upcoming future that's fantastic uh, the one more thing which i wanted to you know i wanted to discuss was that you know you're not from chennai you're not from mumbai but you're somebody who's from a, a town i mean you're from i'm from not yeah. you're from namakkal but you have been traveling across but what i wanted to ask is like you are i hope like you must be the one unique odd man out in the in your entire you know family who is into a different kind yeah. of a profession and uh, yep. so am i so what is the kind of difference that it creates in your day to day life let's say if there is another girl from namakkal mm-hmm. or somewhere from dharmaburi or anywhere else so if somebody is listening to this i i really want you know what was the internal drive i mean uh what actually made you to take that uh you know choose this path so because i hope uh, there are a lot of artists and designers need to come from the uh, villages and the towns of the state i mean from all over the country because mm, uh, yeah. there are people i mean especially in bangalore mumbai chennai people are exposed to uh, fields like this but still like when i talked about you know um, the 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 knowledge about these kind of professions were not there so what will you say i mean what are the opportunities out there in specific to design how can you learn because uh, there were times when you need to attend professional courses outside to learn certain skills like let's say photoshop or illustrator or any other uh, things and even now i mean there are very good institutes which actually give such good courses but uh, what do you think i mean let's say what is the kind of opportunities people have and how they can learn if they want to make a career out of design uh if somebody from school or college listening to it like what are the steps let's me give me like few points which will actually help people to start pursuing towards design as a career see uh like you said the place it doesn't really matter because uh yeah of course i was one who studied i went to, from namakkal to coimbatore to you know pursue my diploma in animation and graphic designing but i say that right now the trend is like if if at all i was right now in this year and i wanted to pursue something similar i don't think i would be searching or looking for a, a you know a physical institute where i can go and learn rather i think online has so many so many you know uh, what do you call forums where you can just learn so i would suggest people so i i am someone who looks into like see I'm, i wouldn't consider myself like i have learned everything i'm also someone who's learning on daily basis so i regularly look up to platforms like skillshare and also youtube whenever i end up you know having some doubts in certain areas so even when i was actually sorry doing my uh, what do you call animation and graphic designing i was learning from a online platform called linda not sure if it's still there uh, but it's called linda.com so there is always something online where you'll find a source that will help you you know develop your knowledge and you don't have to be in different places you can just sit in one place and if you have a good computer or a good you know laptop and a good wifi 
you're good to go and learn anything that you want to learn so for me i think though i was physically sitting there and learning there were so many other things i just learned online by like you know sitting in one place and uh, exactly. just having an internet and doing things so right now i feel like you know you, there is no need like you have to go like, yeah of course if you feel like so there are two categories of people so one feel like you know online works for them they can grasp things quickly like you know seeing things or videos online but then there are other category who feel like they need the person to be there to teach them so i have met both the categories and i've also you know interacted with both these categories and it is actually for them like you know some people are not able to grasp online so if you're one such person who is like you know no matter how much i try to sit online and learn things it doesn't work then i would suggest you to you know go for a physical institute or a college where you know you can learn things but right now i think that would would not be feasible like once the college opens maybe you can do it but if you're some person who is like very very comfortable doing things like learning online and you can grasp things up i think you can just go ahead with uh, a lot and lot of you know like uh, I, like i said I, the one that i know mainly is like Skillshare and the other one is Linda. And if neither of these two is like you're not in in a space to spend too much of money, I think YouTube has so many you know sources for you, and it's mostly free. And you can learn a lot out of just YouTube. I know a lot of artists who just learn things from YouTube and now are doing amazing things. Yeah. yeah. So it a space like the place really doesn't matter. And for me, even when I'm setting up an online business, so things are online for me and. like you see my reach is mostly through instagram which is again a social media so all i have to do is like sit in my place create a content and post it online and make people see it and tell them like you know these are the things that i do so my forte would be to market myself as much as possible and my products as well so i think all these things are very much possible from namakal or even any other small town you're sitting right in and if you have a good wifi connection that's more than enough you don't need anything more but if you're coming on the side of you know like where you want to stock stuffs and stuff like that where you're building a very big brand with team members and stuff i think that is where you decide to move out to a city because you'll have more exposure and if you're planning to build up your own product line which is going to be a lot in numbers you need place to stock so you cannot just sit right. in the corner of your room and keep doing right. things so i think once your big business starts booming becoming bigger and bigger you it's that's the time when you think about you know moving to a, a like a city where you have so many options and opportunity but if you're planning to do it on a small scale i think your area doesn't even matter you it can be namakal or it can be chennai or it can be bangalore or it can be davapuri anywhere the output is going to be same irrespective of you know your location amazing yeah that comes to my next question because you were working for 2 years and from there you took a decision to let's say to go and pursue a course and from there you yeah. wanted to begin your career so where were you exactly let's say consider like somebody who is working in a bank or somebody who is working in a, a professional job who's not really meant for that i'm not saying because bank is an amazing profession and so does any any profession right but i've seen pe- people who are not really satisfied or not not feeling that fulfillment when they are working on a profession there is a point i mean there is a saturation point about that they cannot do anything i've seen people who just okay. leave their sure. dream and move ahead with the way the you know the system or the family or the society is being paid so let's consider somebody who is into job for like 2 3 years but not really happy and want to want to begin they want that to begin i mean let's for somebody like that how was your particular journey during that time let's say you were working for 2 years then you wanted to go into art and what was the transition like and where were you when you decided that were you a professional were you a great artist by that particular moment or how this transition happened there must be a phase when you actually started up how how does that happen so for me i was working for 2 years as a graphic designer so the first year I was a junior and the next year I was like promoted to be a senior graphic designer things were totally fine for me uh, i think the point where i started feeling a little bit void was when uh, being a graphic designer was fine yeah i was creating amazing things for clients but there came a point where you know i sort of didn't have that 
freedom to create things. I was only told to do things like, you know, you do these things, you do these things. But I was doing nothing like, you know, just following their order. I was not doing anything more than that. And my creative space over there was like, you know, um, sort of, you know, gone. Nothing was there. So I think that point was where I felt like, you know, I cannot be doing this. No, I cannot be doing this anymore. I need to do something more where, you know, I feel myself. So I think it took me at least two years to figure that because um, first few months, like first, first year was totally fine because I was in the learning phase and I was ready to learn things. So once in the second year when I've learned things, I think yeah. I sort of started feeling like, you know, I need more, but definitely not this. need to right. learn more, but something else, but not this. So I, after that, I decided like, okay, something is wrong. I need to sit and work on it. So I didn't quit my job immediately. I sort of gave a little thought on it. So I sat on it for a couple of months before I came to this decision, like why I want to quit and what I want to do. And once I was like, you know, I think at that point, I was not even aware, like what I wanted to do. I was just like, maybe if I quit my job, I'll, I'll figure things out because being in a job, I'm going to feel very safe and I'll never have this thought of, you know, doing something else. So for that need, I quit my job. And uh, once I quit my job, I think I was confused between taking a job in a city, uh, in another city, not that I was not in a city, Coimbatore is a city, but I've been in that city for quite a long time, like back then it was eight years. So I thought maybe a change in place will, you know, change things for me. Uh, but then came a thought where, you know, like, I don't think a change in place will help me, maybe something else. So all the thought process happened in like, uh, once I quit my job, like there was a two month break that I took. And in those two months, I was figuring things out, like what I wanted. But also to keep my sane self, I was also drawing on the side by side, like illustrating and doing things and posting it on social media. And what happened was, uh, you wouldn't believe this, uh, when I was posting on social media, I was seen by a lot of companies who wanted to hire me as a graphic designer again. And I also gave in, like I attended their interviews and stuff like that. But then there was also a point where someone just saw my work and wanted to give me like, you know, a customized order. And uh, I was provide like universe just put these two things right in front of me at the same time. Now I had a very hard time choosing like, do I want to do the same thing that I was doing for the last two years or do I want to try something new? And I think right. at that point, um, I wouldn't say this is okay for everyone, but being a kid, like, you know, um, I have an elder sister and so she's the responsible one and I'm the younger. So I didn't have much of a responsibility attached to me. I think that also was a you know, pro for me. Right. Uh, so I felt like, what do I have to lose? nothing much so if this fails i can definitely get back to a regular job but i don't think if i go to a regular job i'll be able to you know ever get back to this so i was like i have nothing much to lose so let me give this try so i think that was the point where i took up art and decided to you know do something and i think the joy i got out of it was like you know i cannot explain it in words because I was doing something and it was my very own creation. Nobody has told me what to do. There was complete freedom. Like you can do whatever you want to do. Just put your creative self out there. And I was just loving it. Like the whole time I was creating this product for a client. I was just falling in love with it. Like, you know, minute by minute. And I wanted this more. And that feeling is something that, you know, I thought like, okay, I'm not giving up on this feeling. I want this more. So I just, you know, took that. Yeah, that's an amazing feeling. Like, yeah, I mean, that is something... Yeah when you have that independence to do what you are thinking of. And even if it is not turning out to be great, I mean, you have that satisfaction. It's yours completely. I mean, yeah, I can totally get that. I mean, that is something invaluable, right? I mean, it's, it it is not, uh, you won't get that in a uh, regular job. I mean, there are things uh, which is specific to entrepreneurs where uh, that is invaluable. I mean, it's not connected with any sort of amount which you earn. I mean, that is that comes Very as a true. subsidiary yeah yeah because when initially when i was doing this yeah the job that i was offered with was definitely going to pay me like you know a standard salary whereas this you never know what is going to happen out of it but i think i also like that thrill that it gave me like i want right. to do this and see how it goes and i took it up yeah i wouldn't say like the initial few months were like you know the great uh, thing on the payment wise it was a struggle but eventually it i learned a lot and I think if you see a journey, it's like, you know, when you start, you would think you're doing a very good job. But then when you see the same thing after two years, you would feel like you could have done this better. 
So I think every year, uh, I've been into this for like three years and I think each year I was actually growing right. and growing and growing. And I don't think there would be a point where I look back and felt like, you know, I should have taken that job. No, not even once. And that's, that's when I felt like, you know, I'm doing the right thing and I'm on the right path and I want this more. So for me, the transition happened like that. But on the other hand, like I said, I had no, not much of a responsibility attached to me at that point. At the same time, the money that I have saved for the two years from my previous job sort of helped me to, you know, settle down to this like start a business. So I do get asked this question a lot. Like, how did you manage to, you know, completely quit a job and start a business? So I say like, you know, I didn't start like where a bank account was zero. No, there was a little amount in it. And that amount was something that, you know, sort of, I don't have like an investor or a partner. It's all me. Uh, wishing it is so far all about me. So I just took that em- entire amount that I have in my account and put it into my business. So yes, I did have something to start with. So right. uh, my advice to most of the people is like, you know, it's not like you need an empty balance. It's, it is a must that you have a little bit savings where you can just put that as an initial investment into your business and you don't go bankrupt completely if you're quite confident with, you know, you're going in the right path and stuff like that. Right. So yeah, this is how this entire transition happened for me and I'm quite bad about it. <laughs> Right. Amazing. Uh, where most of the dreams were, you know, stopped or the moments in which, you know, uh, the society tells you, yeah, you won that. You got into a job, mm-hmm. man, like you are ready for it. Yeah. Now you go for the next step, go work and then get married. I mean, this is something <laughs> uh, this society gives you. Uh, like once you attain that, people tell you, okay, yeah, uh, you got a good job, now good salary, like what next? I mean, that's yeah. where I feel a uh, lot of dreams were being, you know, stop at one point i mean there are people who do extensively well in their professional go about but i've seen people who got stuck in the place where you have, where they have started and just going along with the flow uh, not really sure whether they are meant for it but the things around them uh, you know drive them i mean uh, many cases like probably because of people's situation uh, people had to be in a job they cannot do certain risk like the way probably you said like your family supported many people some people might not have that you know freedom to go for what they want yeah. this there is a system around whatever we are functioning how they want to keep that first step i mean i'm more concerned about that like this is all about the people who are who want to start but not able to start uh, we as a society uh, need to encourage more such uh, initiations right like even the parents should say hey if you're not happy you know just try for it take a break because when I was in uh, UK, like for my postgrad, like I, I've seen people, the one of my classmates uh, who was studying a you know particular course mm. with me, she's a 38 mm. years old woman, uh, kid of I think two, but she completely changed her profession because she wanted to get into management after uh, she was into mm. teaching, but she wanted to take the decision. As a society, mm. I think uh, there is something which is lacking in our mindset. Uh, where you give your, you know, hurdle or a barrier at certain point of time, right? That is something uh, we need to break, you know, we, um, people like us and many people who have been doing that, but we need more people. I mean, the idea behind this uh, podcast is to tell people that there are a lot of opportunities out there where people need to create things. People need to create jobs. You must have added value to many other people or freelancers who you would have worked with, you know, Uh, I mean, when you create things, you... Uh, create jobs. Uh, I mean, as an artist, yeah, uh, I, I think you also told me about your plans of, you know, getting into a design boutique and everything, right? Like where yeah. you wanted to create more jobs. That is great, right? Like yeah. in, in a recession time like this, people don't have jobs. I'm getting every day, like 10, 15 applications for job, but uh, hmm. people who are you know, ready to get into a professional level, you know, work, it's very uh, less. I mean, they don't have any experience. And as a startup, when you're giving opportunity to somebody, like you want to see that potential in them. So I think that yeah. kind of comes in when they start working or trying out things when they are in college or when they are in, uh, you know, uh, taking a break after college. I think that break definitely uh, would help people. That is something probably even you mentioned about yeah. the break which you have taken. Even I've taken the break. I think that break everybody needs when they are not sure about what they are wanting in their life. What do you think about that? I mean, how that yeah i i think the break is you know sometimes you feel you don't know what you want and i think the reason is because you're focused on so many other things that you're not able to focus on this one thing that what you want so once you just you know 
put all those things aside and be like you know i want a break i want i want to let go of all the other things and just focus on one particular thing i think that's what we call break and it can be different like you know for some you just you know quit your job and sit and think and for some it can be like they can still be in a job but you know uh, instead of putting so many things on their plate they'll be just focused on one particular thing and they figure things out eventually but yeah you're just giving a break to your mind or you're completely taking your break like from a job or something but yeah a break is definitely needed for you to understand and focus on what you need because we live in a society where you know we usually like to multitask or put so many things on our plate and be like you know i am capable of doing these things but in reality you know we we are supposed to be very simple take one thing at a time and focus on that and if that is your burning problem then you're supposed to solve that so i think for me right now that i mean that point um the burning problem was like i'm not happy with this job what am i supposed to do next right how can i make myself better yeah so uh and i didn't care about the rest of the things like you know what people will tell and why am i doing this am i doing for the society nothing like that because it was very clear like you know ever since i think i got into college and what i wanted the things that are like you know the life lessons have learned i've always been like you know um what makes me happy and where do i want to be and why am i doing this and all these things should matter should not be like i'm doing this for someone else or someone said me to do this no i'm doing this only because i like doing this so i've always been in that space so even when a job came on my zone i was like you know um i am doing this job i was happy but right now i'm not so what am i supposed to do next how can i make my life better instead of you know still sitting there and being like yeah i'm i i think maybe if i do this it will change or maybe if i do that but it still be that job was not working out for me so mm-hmm. yes uh, and also at the same time i didn't know what to do next but i definitely knew i'm not going to be doing this for the rest of my life so i just wanted to step out and see what and all options are available there and what is that i can do and be happy in it uh and that's why i took that break to figure things out so like i said i was also like trying to go into a different city with the same kind of a job but then i think universe itself provided an opportunity for me in the form of art and um, definitely grateful for that but yes if i hadn't taken that break i think i wouldn't have been able to you know discover instagram or discover the other side of what i can do because even in that break i was also learning i was learning lettering and calligraphy which later became the very foundation of my brand right uh, so i think the break definitely helped me clear a lot of things and decide what i wanted next so yes if you ask me i would say yeah you definitely need a break there is not a number like you know one month or one year it totally depends on you but even if you're someone who's taking a year break it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong if right. your decision takes that long you can take that time and mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter you don't have to feel very bad for taking that year break or you know sort of that thing like people might tell you waste your a year but that really doesn't matter if you really yeah. come out with a you know a, a good option that is going to you know make you happy for the rest of your year so you wouldn't mind wasting that one year because that one year has led you to this decision which is going to make you happy for the rest of your life so yeah break is definitely needed amazing uh, so i think we are towards the end of the conversation i think we had a very interesting conversation but there are a couple of questions which i want to ask i mean one thing we'll talk sure. a little bit more about wishing ink and what you're doing and yeah. what is your plans and as a designer mm-hmm. as a career how things are moving and that is something i would i want to hear from you and the other thing before that so you being a woman and uh, i've seen people who have that passion and uh, there are a lot of restriction for girls in our society more than boys right like you know you're supposed to be in a way right you know after a particular mm. age you need to get married and you need to settle yeah. down and those things are there but i'm personally like i'm somebody who's against like let's say you need to you are 25 you need to get married or you are 30 you need to get married <laughs> it's not about that i mean i have because since i've traveled i've been with people i've seen a uh, lot of friends i mean uh, when you have that kind of an expectation till the time you are not meeting somebody whom you're meant to spend your rest of your life with but uh, as a society as a whole like we uh we have certain age limits for certain things you need to do yeah. this and this how do you actually approach that barriers in your life and what do you feel that you know what parents have to think i mean is it just about you know pushing their or making their uh finding a right partner for their girl and sending them or is it about giving them an opportunity or giving them a chance to be themselves so how have you approached that i mean what what would you 
or suggest the parents or even the fellow colleagues or mates who are watching this who want to you know show you as an example or like you know i want to be this i want to do this i mean this uh, the entire thing of what you are doing right now so what do you think about that i want to know about the barriers which you had uh for me i don't think i had much barrier because i'm quite open with my parents about the things i want and i tell them like this is what it is and this is how it's going to be so yeah even in my case i did have all those things where you know you're supposed to get married in this particular age you're not doing it you're still single and stuff like that uh but i think um uh, for me i was quite very sure when i told my parents like uh age is not a big deal for me and uh for me i cannot just get married to someone just for the sake of the society yeah definitely if i meet someone i would do it but i don't know a time frame or like you know this is happened this time but yeah uh just give me that space and if something happens yeah, i'm definitely you know going to come and tell you and you know you can take things forward but until that please don't force me into these things and luckily my parents are understanding and i i don't think all indian parents would be that way but my parents yeah initially they were like you know no this that and all uh but i think i was very confident with my decision irrespective of what they had to say like this is what mm-hmm. it is and i cannot do more than that right but uh this was my case but there are also other cases where you know you you, you even though you're forced into an arranged marriage at certain point you still want to pursue things but you find a partner who's going to be very supportive of it then you are definitely blessed so right. it all so depends on you know like you know if sometimes you cannot do certain things when you are around your parents and when you get married it sort of changes for you you sort of experience a very different freedom with your partner so i think it all depends on what kind of situation generally you know women are forced into so for me i don't know so far i feel like you know um marriage is something that i don't want to get into but it's not like i'm completely against it but i think for people who are married and have this freedom with their partner where the partner is totally okay with them experimenting and exploring stuff and are very ready to support them i think they should just give it a go without even thinking so yes it's marriage or no marriage it really doesn't matter if you if you if you have that sort of you know um, people supporting you around then you are fine to go with it if you even don't have and you really want to do this then i think you shouldn't be depending on other people you can just do what you want to do if you really that have the sort of yeah just that sort of confidence i don't think you need to differ on anything because come on life is short and if you just look back at it what are you going to take out of it like living a life without doing things you wanted to do or living a life by just doing the things that you wanted to do and you're totally happy with it i don't think you know sometimes people ask me like you know you took this profession and uh, yeah it's not going to pay you like what you think of you know um, an it field or something and sometimes you don't get a you know paid even for a couple of months when you don't have projects because business is like that one sometime you have you have a couple of projects and some days you are just like there and sitting and working on your personal project and you never know the outcome but i think more than that more than money and more than these things i think uh, people don't understand the value and importance of happiness and how it can you know impact their life uh, so for me i feel like you know it doesn't matter if you're going to make tons of money but you're going to be stressed i would rather say like you know I'm totally fine being like this. I'm happy with what I'm doing and I'm stress free and that's more than enough and uh, I I think maybe that's one of the reasons why I still keep looking young no matter what. So <laughs> I'm really happy and quite happy to be in that place and uh, if like I said uh marriage or no marriage it really doesn't matter for me and for me I would say like you know even if in future I have plans like you know getting married I'm definitely looking forward to someone who would be supportive of what I am doing right now. and if he is not in that space i would definitely respect him and be like it's okay we are not on the same page and you don't have to do this and i'm also not willing to do this so i'm not going to force myself into any of those things and uh, i'm very sure about it and i don't know how many girls would be like that but yeah i do wish like you know when you just want certain thing and you are capable of doing those things and you feel like you know you're just restricted by these things like family society and stuff right yeah it does feel like little bit of you know wish you could do, do those things and make things different but you are very much capable of doing that you have that power but not many people you know like understand and you right. know let's have more videos coming up <laughs> more people i mean definitely there are people right like they are standing for what they want i mean things are changing i think it should change i mean it should it has yeah. to change people have that kind of things i mean regular stuff i mean 
things are supposed to be this way, girls are supposed to be this way. I think uh, we as a society, I think many people from the cities might not connect to it, but us being from other parts of the state, I mean, definitely people have to be more independent. People have to take their own decisions because we have been educated to do. We have been told a lot of things. You have been, you know, you, you have done a complete course, but still like, you know, you are not allowed to make your own decisions. That is something that has to change it. I mean, totally on your page. <laughs> I would like to, and now I'd like to know a bit about your plans, like as a career, like what you have been doing and what is that? I mean, the money part comes in, as you mentioned, like a <laughs> couple of months, you don't get a profile, but I think uh, that's the other way around, right? Like design professionals make a lot of money and people don't even realize it. And See, my profession is basically, um, my brand is still started with like, you know, completely handmade stuff and we were like doing it like, you know, on a very uh, limited quantity because handmade is something that you cannot go on a larger quantity. So it started that way, but then eventually I felt like I need to cater both the categories. Like there is handmade, people who love handmade stuff. And then there are people, you know, who cannot afford that. So they sort of look into digital and printing stuff. So when you compare handmade and uh, print stuff, I mean, it's quite expensive in comparison with print. So what I did was I wanted to cater both. So I went on to the next level of where making prints and stuff out of my artwork. So right now what I do is I do original paintings as well. And I also, you know, have um, a digital platform where I do convert my paintings into digital and sell it on my online platform. So right now I haven't started my website. The website is on work and mostly just hoping like by Jan end, we'll be launching a website. So it's in work. Uh, but most of my sales are happening through another platform called InstaMojo. And that's how I've been going for two years. Uh, so initially it was just with, you know, handmade stuff. But then I slowly started feeling like, you know, my work can, you know, add like good vibes to other people's space as well. So how can I do that? So I started looking on products like calendar and, you know, posters and stuff like that. So for the past three years, I've been launching calendars. So we do this every year. And um, I think it was also an experimenting phase for me from 2019 to see how things work. And now it has become a thing like people regularly buy my calendars because they love my art. So one thing led to another. So now what I have on my mind is like, you know, taking things to the next level that's launching the website and coming up with more products that would, you know, brighten the space of people, my clients and everything. And apart from that, I'm also doing freelance. So I am doing designing for like a lot of brands for their like uh, packaging design or, you know, chocolate wrapper designing and stuffs like that. So yeah, there are definitely projects and so many promising projects that I have for this year. So coming back to the part where, you know, uh, money. Yeah, as, as I said, you know, certain months you do have like so much of projects and then suddenly you don't have projects. I think when you don't have projects is the time when you start working on your personal project, which is like, you know, you creating something for your overall followers, like the, say a calendar or a planner or something. So you use that time to, you know, build those kind of things. I mean, you have a lot of projects. I don't think you sort of get that time to work on your personal, you know, products and stuff like that. So I am quite now right now like you know what quite confused in balancing these two things because it's quite new to me but I think I'll eventually figure things out and there are so many new things for the wishing ink in terms of products so I will not say that right now because trying to keep things like little on the surprise note <laughs> but yeah there are so many different things and the first thing that is right now on my mind is launching the website uh, with few products that we have on mind and it's definitely going to be completely different from, you know, what you see or what you have seen on my feed. Uh, but yeah, and on the other hand, I also want to, you know, sort of uh, create an online store. It's not just about my products, but also since I'm into calligraphy and stuff, where they can source these kinds of products as well. Like, yeah, there are so many other stationary products and stuff like that. But I want to be unique. So I'm looking for people who make handmade pens or handmade paints and stuff like that. So, you know, you can connect it more to yourself because my brand started as a handmade brand. So I want to keep that legacy going as well, along with the digital platform as well. So these are the things that are going. And apart from that, we also have a couple of workshops lined up for the year. Uh, so Amazing. I have. I do have collaborated with a lot of platforms and apart from that, I'm also planning to have, you know, a couple of uh, like one-on-one -on -one sessions, which has been a thing from, you know, 2020, but planning to take it on a, you know, large scale and make it more professional. So where people can, you know, instead of, 
just asking me over Instagram, they can just go and pop into my website and, you know, fill in details and be ready for a day that works for them. So planning to take things to the next level, but yeah, so many things are planned up and I am just looking forward, you know, working on these things right now. Amazing. So guys, you, you guys, I mean, uh, you can take uh, Wishing Inc. as an example. Designers out there, artists out there, there is no barrier at all. Like even without the web website, I mean, just with Instagram, you can make a you know, fantastic business out of it. You guys should check. I'll give the link of uh, Wishing Inc.'s Instagram handle in the description. And uh, we need more artists like Vidya, more girls coming out of, you know, smaller towns, creating a change. I think that we as a country, we as a society needs it. Uh, and uh, this is the last part of the uh, conversation. I, I, I mean, I'm planning to ask this one question to all the, uh, you know, speakers I'm going to invite in the next coming weeks. So hmm. what, are, what drives you? I mean, what is that one thing which drives you to keep on going? What is that one thing you have to say? I think uh, the very fact that I get up in the morning and there is this text from, you know, you know, you don't know a lot of your followers, but then they are like, you know, your art inspires me every day. It makes me want to do things. And then sometimes, you know, I put up quotes which actually motivate people to get up from their bed and, you know, do things. I think this sort of uh, community that I have on Instagram, the support that I get and uh, when people... I mean, I get to know that there are people looking up to me and, you know, uh, I'm making up their day. So these are the things which make me feel like, you know, I have to keep doing this and uh, I have to keep inspiring a lot of people to be doing this because I think when I started doing, uh, I, I just did that. I don't know. I, I didn't have much of an inspiration to look onto or something or someone who would guide me to or help me or where I could go and ask these things like what I should be doing. Everything was something that I did by myself. So right now, when I see people who are in the same state like me, and I just want them to be, you know, like, I'm there for you and help you out with all these things that you have on your mind. And definitely things are possible. Like when I started, I didn't know art could make something like this. I can make money out of it or something like that. But today I'm here and I'm doing so many different things. And definitely you guys can also do much more than this, maybe more than what I am doing. Uh, but to make that message reach to people, I have to be there and I have to be doing and I have to make it possible. Like, you know, if I can do it, you guys can definitely do it. So I think I sort of want to be that living example and make people show like, you know, art is not just a hobby. There's more to it. And, um, you know, um, it's, it's just like any other profession, like a doctor or an engineer. And I think more in this platform, you're, you, you get what do you call respected like anything because there's sometimes conversation with me and my dad like you know oh you could have done that and this but the only thing I say him like you know if I had done this I don't think I would have been ever on a paper <laughs> or someone talking about me or right. you know there are certain people like certain number of people who know me and appreciate me on everyday right. basis so I'm really glad that you know I'm not a doctor I'm not earning much or doing something like an engineer or you know anything on that path but I am in the right path and I'm guiding a lot of people who I have not met in my real life, but still they believe me, they believe in my art and that one belief makes them want to do so many things in their life. And sometimes there are people who say like, you know, looking at your post, it made my day. And those sort of messages are what I look forward to. I think these are the things that drive me to be doing what I want to be doing. And I'm really, you know, happy to be, you know, like a part of this community, which is very supportive and very, what do you call appreciating of whatever I do and even there are times when I feel very low but my followers are very sweet and they always make sure like you know like you never know like they come up with a message saying like are you okay is everything okay like you never mm -hmm. expect these things from yeah. them like you would have hardly talked Amazing. to them but they're like there so right. I think um, I wouldn't want to miss on any of these things and I think more than me doing things for me, it's, it has now become, you know, doing things for these people because they look up to me on everyday basis. And if there is a possibility that I can change their life, like even for like, you know, a tiny bit, I'm happy to do that. Amazing. I think at the end of the day, all entrepreneurs, they want to create some impact. And I can see that you are already making a lot of yeah. impact and uh, fantastic having you here. Thanks for the time. <laughs> and uh, we will definitely catch up again when you uh, established your design studio. Uh, looking forward sure. to it and uh, thank you.
it's been an amazing thank time. You. I mean, uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me here, and it was really fun answering these questions and uh, discussing all these things with you because I think we both have been on the sort of the same boat for a very long time. and uh, i think this sort of interaction opens up a lot of you know opportunities for a lot of people who are you know still confused and uh, don't know what to do so i'm really glad that you started up with the series and i'm quite excited to see what other you know people you're going to interview on and exactly. you know you know it is about people. you know i want to learn also like like you know when when we are interacting and when we actually you know uh, bring out the real stories right because many a times it is when people talk about startup it about the funding thing it about the money which they make series a series b but beyond that you know about all of that it is about the journey right like the invaluable yeah. things which we talked about i want to get that from many of the entrepreneurs and i think uh, it, there is a lot of learning for me and my team also out there and yeah uh, happy to be uh, initiating this and uh, Thank you, Vidya. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. And that's the end of the first episode of Data Begin. Stay tuned for more interesting conversations. Thank you for listening.